Well, first, it's seats to the upright position, please, as we bravely take to the skies. Cabin Pressure by John Finnemore, starring Stephanie Cole as Carolyn, Roger Allen as Douglas, Benedict Cumberbatch as Martin, and John Finnemore as Arthur. This week, Paris! Happy Burling Day to us! Happy Burling Day to us! Happy Burling Day! Dear Martin and Douglas and Arthur! All right, Arthur, that'll do! Happy Burling Day to us! Arthur! Sorry, I just love Burling Day, don't you? No, I don't. I didn't become a pilot so that I could bow and scrape to some horrible, dotty old man just because he gives massive tips. Well, don't do it, then. Well, yes, unfortunately, I also didn't become a pilot who earns enough to afford not to. Ah, Douglas, nice and early for Burling Day, I see. Ah, Carolyn, likewise. You are not going to win this time, Douglas. An interesting theory. Let me propose an alternative one. (laughs) I am going to win this time. Ah, but... And this is a theory I have built up from the following postulates. One, I win every time. (laughs) Two, this is a time. (laughs) Three, I will win this time. Oh, is this about the whiskey? Yes, Arthur, this is about this £200 bottle of 25 years old single malt Talisker whiskey, which I am providing at the request of and for the sole benefit of Mr Burling, and of which Douglas here is not going to get so much as a single solitary sip. Well, that's true. I'm not going to drink it. I'm going to sell it. You are not <laughs> going to do anything with it, Raffles, and I'll tell you why not. This Burling Day, the whisky is going to be under constant and vigilant watch. Oh, are you coming with us for once? That, I admit, does make it a little more interesting. No, I'm not. I do not trust myself to spend any more than 20 minutes with Mr Burling without thumping him in the cravat. (laughs) No, I am referring to my newly appointed eyes and ears in the air, Detective Inspector Martin Kreef. Oh, really? Yes, Sorry, Douglas, but she offered me £100 if I stop you from stealing it. And let me guess, if I do steal it, you pay her? Yes. Oh, Martin, you didn't fall for that, did you? Can't you see she's just trying to sell her debt on? She knows I'll steal it, because I always do. She just wants to recoup some of her loss off you. Yes, but what if I stop you stealing it? Yes, that would certainly work out very well for you. There are just two small, but I fear, insurmountable (laughs) problems with the scheme... I am me, and you are you. <laughs> and I can outwit you with my wits tied behind my back. Oh, is that so? It is, sir. Well, I'm not so sure. I am so sure. Stop doing that. <laughs> but I will steal it. And when I do, and you come to me moaning about how you have to pay Carolyn a hundred pounds, and you can't afford it, my reply will rhyme with, I bold you go. <laughs> Do I have to open the door for myself? Oh, Mr. Burling, I do apologise. We didn't hear you knock. Didn't knock. Shouted. Hello. (laughs) Mr. Burling, how nice to see you. Welcome back, sir. Ah, my dear boys, there you are, ready once more to help me slip the surly bounds of earth. Put out my hand and punch the face of God? I think it's touched the face of God. (laughs) Oh, no, I don't like the sound of that at all. Icky. Well, I don't suppose God would be overjoyed at the prospect either. Oh, are you still here? I didn't see you last time. I thought perhaps you'd died. No. (laughs) I am still here. Fancy that. Burling, you can't just park with my door jammed against a wall and leave me there. Can, did, 
Elizabeth, these are the joke pilots I was telling you about. <laughs> captain, first mate, cabin boy. Uh, actually, I'm the captain. <laughs> he always says that. I don't know why. <laughs> pilots, this is Elizabeth, my awful wife. She's come to see me off. Oh, hello. I'm sure she's not awful. <laughs> well, I tell you what, my dear boy, you marry her for 30 years and then we'll compare notes. <laughs> Yes, nice to meet you and so forth, etc. Anyway, here's fifty pounds each. Oh, thank you. I must say the early evidence is weighing heavily in favour of your not being awful. Those are your tips. You're having them now, and that's all you're getting. Mr. Burling and I have talked about those extravagant tips he used to give, and we've mutually decided they should stop. Haven't we, Burling? No. <laughs> Do you want to see your stupid rugby in stupid Paris? Rugby isn't stupid. Paris, I grant you, is moronic. <laughs> what have we decided then? No tips. That's right. She's an awful woman, she really is. I hate her more than I can say. Right. Off you go then, Burling, and have a mildly pleasant time. Any more than that, and you're in trouble. Goodbye, dear. Take care while I'm gone. Don't jump into any mine shafts. <laughs> This way, Mr. Burling. What? Into the aeroplane, through the door of the aeroplane? You astonish me. <laughs> Ask me another one. Who won the Triple Crown in 77? Ah, trick question. I don't know. Uh... <laughs> Drivers, before you get on board, if you'd care to step this way. Yes, Carolyn? Phil from the fire crew is standing by for the traditional Burling Day frisking of the first officer. Sorry, Douglas. Is this really necessary, Carolyn? Now you have Creef of the Yard dogging my every move. No sense in taking chances. All right, Phil, what have we got? Uh, on his person, nothing. In his flight bag, one large plastic bottle of apple juice. Oh, Douglas, is this the best you can do? What? I like apple juice. Well, you're going to have to do without it this time. Phil, throw it away. I need that. Anything else, Phil? Um, one small bottle of nail varnish. What again? Oh, that's sweet. Did you really think I'd let you pull the same trick twice? Douglas likes to use a dab of nail varnish to reseal the caps of the bottles he's tampered with. Well, much good it may do you, Douglas, because this time there is just one bottle, and I am opening it now. Oh, let's see. Oh, mmm, that is good stuff. Thank you, Phil. Dismissed. Oh, Martin, I am now placing the whiskey in your hands, both literally and metaphorically. Stop Douglas getting hold of it for the next six hours and you've won a hundred quid. All right. Douglas, don't come anywhere near me. <laughs> Get into the plane and go into the flight deck. You really don't have to hug the bottle like that, Martin. <laughs> Just do it, please. All right. Goodbye, Carolyn. Goodbye, Douglas. Good luck, Martin, and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> All right. Now into the flight deck. I'm going, I'm going. Close the door. Good. Arthur? Hello, Skip. Here is Mr. Burling's special whiskey. Now, I am not going to let Douglas out of the flight deck between now and Paris, but if he should escape somehow, he is not allowed to touch hold, borrow, taste, look at, or or do anything at all with this whiskey. Have you got that? Got it. So what isn't Douglas allowed to go near? The whiskey. Who isn't allowed to go near the whiskey? Douglas. What isn't Douglas allowed to do to the whiskey? Anything. You really have got it. I've got it. <laughs> I'm not stupid. 
Who isn't allowed to do what to what? I'm not allowed to drive Mum's car. What? <laughs> Sorry, Skip, that's an earlier one. Um, Douglas isn't allowed to go near the whiskey. Good, here it is. Post takeoff checks complete. Thank you. So, you've left the whiskey with Arthur, have you? None of your business. Bit risky, isn't it? I'd have thought you'd have wanted to hang on to it yourself. No, actually. If it was here, you could manufacture some emergency to distract me while you swiped it and I'd have to deal with it. But whatever happens, I can make absolutely certain you don't leave the flight deck till we land again. Hmm. Well played. Thank you. Well, I'm just going to the loo. Oh, no, you're not. <laughs> I rather think I am. No, I forbid it. You forbid it? <laughs> yes. Sorry, uh, just to be clear, you are forbidding me from using the toilet, Captain. You don't need to go. I do. Well, you'll just have to hold it in for an hour, won't you? Can't do that. Terribly bad for you. Right, fine. <coughs> Arthur, could you bring the Talisker to the flight deck, please? Okay. Douglas, put your hands on your head. Put my what on my what? Oh, you heard me. I'm not putting my hands on my head. You put your hands on your head or you don't go to the loo. Fine. All right, Skip. Arthur, I... give it to me. Give it to me. Don't go near Douglas. With it. Give it to me. Give it straight to me. Thank you. You all right, Douglas? Fine, thank you. Only you look like you've got a headache. Or you've just discovered you've lost your hat. Douglas, you may go to the loo. I don't need to go anymore. Oh, what a surprise. Go anyway. I don't want you pulling this again in ten minutes. Your wish is my command. I think you're doing this brilliantly, Skip. Thank you. I don't know how he's going to steal it this time. He's not going to steal it this time. No, no, probably not. Though he is really sneaky. I don't care how sneaky he is, Arthur. If I simply never let him touch the bottle, he can't steal it. Hello? How does this thing work? Oh, <laughs> Mr. Burling, are you all right? No, I've been dinging on my summon an idiot bell for ages. <laughs> and yet, have I an idiot to show for my trouble? I have not. Uh, just coming, Mr. B. Good, and bring me my whiskey. Righto. <coughs> okay, skip it for a couple Arthur, now. what were we just saying? Oh, loads of stuff. <laughs> I'm not letting go of this bottle until Douglas is sitting back in his chair. Okay. Hello, MJNN. Has he got it yet? No, he hasn't, and I resent the yet. <laughs> He's not going to get it at all. Have you got it yet, Douglas? He's not in the flight deck at the moment. No, fair enough. He's a busy man. He'll be stealing the whiskey. No, actually, the whiskey is with me. I can do this, Carolyn. I am capable of... Uh, uh, bye, Carolyn. Hands on your head! Hands on your head! <laughs> Martin, please! Hands on your head! <laughs> Thank you. Now, sit down. Back down, slowly. Good, thank you. Arthur, here is the whiskey. You may now go and serve Mr. Burling. Thanks, Skip. Mm. Are you really going to keep this up for the whole trip? Yes, I am. And when, by the end of it, you haven't managed to steal, I'm going to say something that rhymes with... You... Bidden... Gel... Me... <laughs> cat... Uh. Are you all right? <laughs> you didn't tell me that, did you? Oh, it worked in my head! Ding! 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 Hello, Mr. B! Ah, 
where have you been? I've been both ringing my bell and shouting the word ding since approximately the late Middle Ages. Sorry, Skip was just... I don't want to hear your sorry, Skip was just... Now pour me my talisker. Here you are. Uh, at last. Oh, that, that's not talisker, that's horrible. Wow. What do you mean, wow? Nothing, it's just... I think the first officer might be magic. Right, how did you do it? Everything tickety-boo, Martin. How did you do it? How could you possibly have done it? Done what? Stolen Mr. Burling's whiskey. How? What are you talking about? I haven't. Oh, don't give me that. Okay, you won. I'll have to pay Carolyn. Now just tell me, how did you do it? Are you telling me the whiskey's gone? Yes, it's gone, because you took it. But how? I didn't. Well, of course you did. You've been saying you were going to take it all flight. Yes, and so I am. But I haven't yet. I haven't had a chance. What? Just tell me what happened. Mr. Belling asked for his whiskey. Arthur poured it out. It wasn't Talisker. It was apple juice? No. It was cheap, horrible whiskey. Right. Because when I do it, it'll be apple juice. Philip took away your apple juice. My decoy apple juice, certainly. <laughs> uh, 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 are you seriously saying it wasn't you? Hand on heart, it absolutely wasn't. Oh, hang on. Very clever. What? No, really, I'm very impressed. Carolyn's idea, I take it, or did you actually come up with it yourself? What are you talking about? You've quite obviously taken it and hidden it, so I can't steal it, and you can return it to Carolyn. I... of course I didn't take it. You took it. No, I didn't. You took it. No, you took it. Oh, God. <clears throat> Hello, Carolyn. So, has he taken it yet? I don't know. <laughs> don't know? How can you not know? Apply this simple test. Do you have with you A, a bottle of fine whiskey, or B, a first officer with a grin like a cat who's learned to use a tin opener? I meant no, he, he, he hasn't stolen it. It's fine, it's all fine. Oh Lord, he's stolen it. <laughs> How could you let this happen, Martin? I give you one simple job. Sorry, Carl, you've got to go. We're just flying over a, a mountain. In the English Channel. Bye! <laughs> All right, I can sort this out. I can sort this out. Arthur! Uh, can you come in here, please? Righto. Ah, calling in the finest brains to work on the problem. <laughs> the plane is a sealed unit. It must be on here somewhere. I just need to think. I just need to think. Hi, chaps. Arthur, describe to me exactly what happened when you left the flight deck. Okay. Wow, this is brilliant. It's not brilliant. <laughs> it's a bit brilliant. Can I tell you in my own words? Who else's words had you planned to use? Winston Churchill's. No, but they always say, tell us in your own words the events of the night in question. Just tell us. All right. In my own words, I came into the galley with the bottle you gave me. Yes. I got a glass and I went into Mr. Burling. Yes. He had a bit of a shout. I had a bit of a listen. Yes. I poured him a glass of whiskey. He tasted it, said it was horrible. I called for you. You came. You did that funny thing with your throat. What funny thing? Uh, you know, the sort of... All right. That'll do. Thank you, Arthur. Has that revealed the vital clue, Inspector? Shush, Douglas. Just trying to help. You can't help. You're the suspect. And also the person who did it. I really didn't, Martin. You made it impossible. And if I had, don't you think I'd be gloating by now? Well, yes. <laughs> but who else could it be? Well, if you're sure it wasn't you, then I suppose there's only one person it could be. Oh, but why would Mr. Burling steal his own whiskey? <laughs> I couldn't say, Martin. Perhaps you should investigate. Oh, can I come too? No. I won't say anything. I'll just be really excited. <laughs> Mr. Burling. Ah, have you found it? Not 
just yet. Well, then find it. Has it occurred to you that Douglas might have taken it? He steals things, doesn't he? And I don't like his face. Mind you, I don't like your face. Worst thing about MJN, very ugly pilots. Mr. Burling, um, I just have a few questions for you. Quite routine. Nothing to worry about. Why would I be worried? No reason you shouldn't be. I'm not worried. I'm furious. Is that what you meant? Nothing to be furious about? Because if so, you couldn't be more wrong. And what do you mean, quite routine? How many mid-air whiskey thefts do you deal with? About one a year. Shut up, Arthur. <laughs> Mr. Burling, please tell me exactly what happened. In my own words. In his own words? <laughs> In your own words? I ding my bell for about a week. Then idiot features here poured me my special whiskey, and then I tasted it, and it was foul, and then I was furious, and now I still am. I see. Now, um, just for the sake of argument, um, if you had stolen the whiskey yourself... Me? Uh, Are you a total imbecile? Uh, it's my whiskey. I don't have to steal it. It's mine. If I stole it, it wouldn't be stealing. It would be having. And if I had it, I would have it. Any progress? I don't think he has it. How can you tell? Pretty certain. But, um, it's just impossible. He didn't take it. I didn't take it. You couldn't have taken it. And there's no one else except Arthur. So oh. You're not thinking... Well, I know it seems crazy, but... but Arthur? Well, I know, but the thing is, we've taken away all the things that can possibly have happened. So I suppose the only thing that's left, even though it seems really weird, must be the thing that did happen, in fact. Snappily put. Arthur? Oh, hello, Skip. I've got a theory. Now, suppose there was a travelling circus going by the airport. And one of the monkeys... Let me stop you there, Arthur. Yes? I'm not angry. Oh, good. Nor am I. Good. Um, but I, I, I think you should tell me what happened when you spilt Mr. Burling's talisker. What? That is what happened, isn't it? When I left you to go to the flight deck, I'd taken care to impress you with how very valuable and important the whiskey was. So when you dropped it in the bottle unsealed by Carolyn, spilled everywhere, you panicked. And in horror, you tried to cover up the accident by refilling it with cheap and nasty whiskey from the drinks cupboard. Didn't you? Skip, you're absolutely brilliant. <laughs> how did you work it all out? You're like Miss Mark. <laughs> so that is what happened? No, but it's a brilliant solution. What? You, you didn't spill it? No. Promise. Cross my heart and hope to die. Terrapins tickle me if I lie. Well, someone <laughs> did, Arthur. And if it wasn't me, or Douglas, or Mr. Burling, or you, then who was it? Well, this is where the monkey comes in. <laughs> you see, the clowns like to get it drunk on whiskey for fun. No, it wasn't and... a monkey, Arthur. Well, you have your theories, I have mine. There's Phil from the fire crew, I suppose, but, but he never touched the whiskey. Only the apple juice he took up. Oh! What? Well, of course, now I see exactly how he did it. So you, brilliant. This is what always happens to Miss Marple as well. What, was it the very last person we would suspect? No, it was Douglas. Oh. He's the very first person we would suspect. Yes, and he did it, even though it looks impossible. Okay. I'm just saying, he's not who Miss Marple would have picked. Well, I'm not Miss Marple. No. Ah, <laughs> oh, hello, Douglas. Yes. Hello, Douglas. Hello. How goes the crime fighting? Douglas, you may be wondering why we've asked you all to gather together. 
I wasn't aware you had asked me all to gather together. Thank you, Arthur. Leave it to me. Douglas, I know what happened. Oh, sorry, Arthur. I did try and put him on the wrong trail with Mr. Burling, but I suppose he was always going to work it out eventually. What, what out? Well, I assume Arthur accidentally spilt the whiskey and refilled it with cheap stuff, hoping no one would notice. No, actually, I thought of that, and he didn't. How do you know? He says he didn't. Oh, right. And he's Arthur. He can't tell lies. His face goes a funny colour, and if he's not sitting down, he falls over. And sometimes even if I am sitting down. Well, that is true. Also, I know it wasn't him, because it was you. And I know exactly how you did it. Well, you don't, because I didn't. I do. Because you did. It was the apple juice. You know you're always searched on Burling Day. Why would you bring a bottle of apple juice in your flight bag unless having it taken away was exactly what you wanted? Because it wasn't apple juice at all. It was the stolen talisker. It was never taken off the plane because it was never on it. Before I even saw it, you'd got up the bottle, filled it with cheap whiskey, resealed it with that nail varnish, put the real whiskey in the plastic bottle so that Phil, who must be in on it with you, could claim it was apple juice and take it off you to return it to you later. Very clever, Martin. Very clever indeed. I see I underestimated you. And me. No, not you. So you admit it, Douglas? Uh, no, because you've forgotten Carolyn tasted the whiskey just before she gave it to you and said it was definitely Talisker. Sorry. Oh, yes. So... I'd have to have been in league with Carolyn, not Phil. But what would either of us have to gain from... Aha! What, what? Of course! Oh, wow, now Douglas is like Miss Marple. No, I'm Miss Marple. <laughs> Martin, it wasn't me, or you, or Arthur, or Mr. Burling who stole Carolyn's whiskey. It was Carolyn. What? Douglas is definitely Miss Marple. That's who Miss Marple would have picked. Or rather... She didn't, because there was never any whiskey to steal. Look, Carolyn knows that every year I steal the whiskey. Suddenly she realizes, if Mr. Burling's not going to get the whiskey, why bother providing it? If she simply refills an old Talisker bottle with cheap whiskey and then reseals it with the nail varnish trick I taught her, she can open it in front of us, tell us it's the real thing, and then when Mr. Burling finds out it's not, everyone will blame me and she'll save herself... 200 pounds. And then, she thinks, why not actually make some money into the bargain? If she can convince you to accept the deal, then, whether I steal it or not, she can sting you for a hundred quid. No, she wouldn't do that. I'm afraid so. <laughs> You're the mark, Martin. The cat's paw. The schmuck. The fool guy. You've been played like a cheap pianola. I don't believe it. What can I do? Ain't nothing you can do. That's Chinatown. <laughs> right, give me the satcom. What for? I'm going to tell her exactly what I think of her. Yes, you could do or... What? Well, it's just occurred to me. Maybe there is something you can do. Maybe this isn't Chinatown. You see, I didn't think it was when you said that. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, if you accuse her, she'll just deny all knowledge of it. And her being her, you'll end up having to pay. But if you tell her that Mr. Burling enjoyed his talisker very much and finished it all up, she'll know you're lying. But she can't say so without giving the game away. Yes. Thank you, Douglas. That's perfect. Hello, MJN. Hello, Carolyn. Martin here. Ah, over the mountain now. 
Good. So he nicked it, did he? No, no, he didn't. I bet he did. By no means. I've just been in to see Mr. Burling. He says to tell you how particularly nice the whiskey is this year. Well, that's interesting. Are you surprised for some reason? I'm certainly surprised he got it. Are you? And that Douglas didn't. No, no, Douglas definitely didn't. Did you, Douglas? Alas, no. You were too clever for me, Carolyn. Rats. Well, well done then, Martin. You've earned your award. Clever old you. Thank you. Well played, Martin. Thank you. And thank you for helping me out. Oh, it was nothing. Ah, hello. I've remembered my cufflinks. Mr. Berling, uh, you're not really supposed to come up here. Well, this is where you are, and I need to speak to you uh, regarding my cufflinks. What about your cufflinks? I've just remembered them. Pearls, dear boy. Two beautiful pearls, a present for my awful wife before she was awful. Oh. Yes, you see? She took away my money, she took away my cards, but she didn't take away my lovely pearl cufflinks. Or maybe she just assumed you'd never part with them. Then more fool her, because that's just what I'm going to do. They're worth a grand each, boys, easily, and I'll give you one apiece. If you should happen to discover that you do, after all, have a bottle of Talisker, which can come and watch the rugby with me for a bit until one of us ends up drunk by the other. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Burling, but we really... Honestly, don't. I'm talking to the organ grinder, not the monkey. <laughs> I'm the organ grinder. You sure, Martin? The monkey tends to have the better hat. I am the organ grinder. <laughs> and I have to tell you, Mr. Burning, that there is no talisker. We've all been the victims of a clever plot by Carolyn. Let me tell you the whole story. Carolyn knew that every year... Uh, the... Martin, sorry to interrupt, but um, here you are, Mr. Burling. <laughs> what? <laughs> Aha, I thought as much. Mmm. Yes. Mmm. That's the stuff. Here you are, you grubby little thief. Here you are, you clueless patsy. <laughs> a pearl apiece. See you in two hours full of rugby, song, and fine whiskey. You... you stole the whiskey. Of course I did. <laughs> I didn't tell you I would. You, you were in on it with Carolyn? No, she had nothing to do with it. It was Talisker when she tasted it. I just fed you that story to make you tell her I didn't steal it. But I did. How? With this. The bottle of nail varnish? Ah, but it's not nail varnish. It just comes in a similar bottle, which I've relabeled. What it is, is a harmless but unpleasantly bitter-tasting clear substance you can buy from any chemist to put on your nails to stop you biting them. Of course, if you don't suffer that particular vice, there are other things you can do with it. For instance, when you go through the galley on the way to the loo, you can put a tiny drop on the bottom of each of the whiskey glasses. Just enough that any liquid poured into them becomes unpleasant-tasting. Then... Once Mr. Burling has rejected his glass of genuine Talisker as horrible and the bottle is written off as full of cheap whiskey and forgotten about, you can snaffle it at your leisure. <laughs> oh, no. Well, well done. Very clever. Just a shame it's going to cost me a hundred quid, that's all. Sorry, Martin. I hate to say I fold you, Crow. <laughs> I sold you, Doe. But Douglas, there's one thing I still don't understand. What's that, Arthur? How did you do it? 
That was Cabin Pressure by John Finnemore. It starred Stephanie Cole as Karen, Roger Allen as Douglas, Benedict Cumberbatch as Martin, and John Finnemore as Arthur. It also starred Jeffrey Whitehead as Mr. Burling, Flip Webster as Mrs. Burling, and Ewan Bailey as Phil. The producer was David Tyler, and the program was a positive production for the BBC. Yeah.